Hi, everyone. Welcome to Struggling with the Bones. This is one of your hosts, Bryce, here with my other host, Eddie. Uh, unfortunately, Daniel is not with us on this episode. He is currently in Japan. Looks like he's having a great time. Um, as Eddie was unfortunately involved, I am in a battling banter with his sister to prove that I am Daniel's favorite person. Um, just put, wanted to put that out there. You know who you are. But before we get started into this episode, uh, please hit up our Instagram at T-H-E-B-U underscore M-S or check out our uh, website, which is strugglingbums.com. And yeah, please hit us up. If you have any questions about episodes, any ideas, any topics, want to reach out, interaction, we are here for it. Um, but yeah, so for this episode, Bums, we're going to be talking about dreams. I don't know if this will be the longest episode the Bums have ever done, but thought it'd be a fun one to kind of mess around with and maybe play with a new concept for certain episodes. So I think in this one, I was kind of curious, Eddie, like, what what do you think dreams, what do you think dreams do for you in your life? What do you think maybe like even the broader picture of dreams in society? Um, I think they're a way for our bodies to decompress. You know, I'm pretty sure that like, not pretty sure, I'm very certain that when you sleep, your body gets a chance to like literally rest itself. And I know that sounds so stupid, but like, I don't think we understand. I think we underestimate the amount of rest and the things that our body does when it gets a chance to decompress like that and sleep. Hence why, as Bryce has mentioned in the past before, when he's done military stuff or other bums that have been in the military, have done certain things like stay out for 36 hours plus, you begin to realize real quick how your cognitive processing declines and how you start hallucinating all these other things start happening and that's because your body legitimately needs rest so when it comes to dreams i think it's your body's way of working through problems uh things that came up throughout the day uh just stuff like that it's a way like it decompresses and puts in a way that uh, i guess you can kind of interpret actually not even interpret but like it's just there you know that's on your mind yeah i think um as society's gotten more has studied the human brain more. I think we've learned the importance of sleep, dreams, even nightmares in some aspects. And yeah, as Eddie mentioned, um, I do not, I'm not a person that does well uh, going off not a lot of sleep. Um, as he mentioned, this is sad because I know there's people that have gone way longer, but I went, I once went 36 hours without sleep. And by the end of it, I started hallucinating pretty heavily to the point where I had to be like sit down because I was probably going to hurt myself. I saw a deer and I was chasing after it and there was, there was no actual deer there. And I had to physically get put, sit down because I was like kind of running into streets and stuff. Um, And I get really, I get really, everything becomes hard for me. Like putting on clothes the right way gets hard. I just, I do not do well um, with lack of sleep, but I think that's why dreams are important because I think, I don't know, I have mixed feelings about nightmares, but uh, I think if you have like a bad dream, man, that can really mess up your sleep and kind of get you thinking uh, some ways or another. But I think the question is, what are dreams? And as much as, I don't know, there seems to be a lot out there on that. For what I do know is dreams are, oh, go ahead, eh? Oh, okay. From what I've learned is that dreams are basically your imagination playing through things. Good, bad, ugly. Uh, it's shown that stress can affect it. Um, that 
if you have a lot on your mind, it can affect your dreams. Um, but basically, it's just a good way for the body, I guess, to decompress as well. Um, you know, something interesting is that apparently the human body paralyzes itself during dreams, except for people that are sleepwalkers. But I also think that's interesting. Sleep, sleep paralysis. Yeah. Sleep that's paralysis. why sometimes when you wake up, you can't move initially because your body's slowly awaking itself from your own yeah. protection from doing something stupid while you're asleep. So, yeah, I mean, dreams are interesting because ah, I just don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But, okay, I'll start speaking on my own, like, personal experiences with dreams. I think as a kid, like, I had a lot of nightmares. And it's funny because as I looked up, like, I think the most common thing is that if you have a lot of, depending on what's on your mind, it might come out in a dream. And I think, like, as a kid, you're, like, really scared of stuff. Like, I think for me, like, one dream that I remember having, which is a nightmare. I I used to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! before I went to bed. And, like, when I was really, really young. And, like, I had to stop for a while because it was giving me legitimate nightmares. Um, Eddie, I don't know if you've watched a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh, but there's a scene where they're basically fighting these twins and these caverns in, in the original first season. And long story short, I had nightmares that like zombies from those caverns would come to attack me like all the time. It terrified me as a kid. So I got banned off Yu-Gi-Oh for a while. Um, I had a lot of dreams about like flying. I don't know why. And then I would also have dreams about being a character in some of the shows I watched, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or or like Power Rangers or like just even like Transport. I had a lot of dreams like that. And I mean, for the most part, they were good. Um, I think even as I got, I think it's interesting too how, again, it, a lot of it comes off the mind. From what I've read, it seems like, again, if you're dealing with something, it can come off in your dreams. And so another reoccurring dream I've had is just being put in stressful situations and making the wrong choice. And like, oh man, dude, do you ever have you ever like woken up from a dream and you felt like it was so real that like you kind of feel like your body's a little tense, you're sweating a little? I'm kind of curious, Eddie. Like, what are your dreams been like? Uh, I have all sorts of dreams as well. I think I'm one of the few people that I know. And I don't know if Bryce, you've had, you experienced this. I remember a lot of my dreams, and I did look it up, and it says like, uh, like again, I don't know. I did my best to research this. Is this Healthline? No, it's the medical news today. It talked about how, like, I, I guess essentially around 95% of dreams are often forgotten by a person by the time they yeah. get out of bed. Um, I wasn't able to find any statistic as to whether or not certain people remember better than others. Um, but I remember a lot of my dreams. Sometimes I'll even write in dream and I'll write those dreams down. And I've had some real crazy shit happen. Like I had one where I returned to my old house uh, where I used to live uh, up here before I moved to the Concord. And I ran outside and the beast from Stranger Things was there. And uh, we had to subdue it with a lot of people that from the show itself, as well as people I knew. This is a, as like an example. I've had it after I watched X-Men the, for the first time, uh, I dreamt that I had like Wolverine's powers. So I, for those that know the scene in the movie, like early on in the movie, when you meet Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, he gets flung through a window in an accident. And like, you're like horrified initially, or I assume people were when they watched it. And like, he just gets up and like walks it off and you can see everything heal, right? 
So I had literally that whole thing replicate itself. Um, so I've had a lot of crazy stuff happen and I do remember a lot of it. I I've had dreams though too, where I wake up and like, I feel whatever's going on. Like I had one that I don't know why I used to live in another area before I moved to the other area, before I moved to Concord. Um, and I had a dream where for a reason I was like in the house alone and it used to have this long hallway. And then once you get down the hallway, the door is right there on your left. And essentially I kept trying to escape the house and it was dark. And then a tiger kept catching me and like ripping open my stomach. And so like, I woke up and my stomach was like super tense and it like felt like it had been tensing up the entire time and it hurt. Um, and I think it's an interesting thing too, to like dive into because like, even like growing up, I had heard stories, whether from Greek and Roman myths about how dreams happen a certain way and how they influence things, or even shout out Rick Reardon for incorporating some Egyptian mythology into his books um, and how Egyptians would think, or at least I guess his interpretation or basing off of whatever it is that he studied, uh, essentially your soul takes a journey outside your body whenever you sleep. Right. Um, and even like figures like saints and uh, Catholicism who have had certain dreams and felt like God has talked to them through those dreams. So I think there's like a lot of stuff that you can talk about when it comes to dreams. It's hard. I think science is helping us learn a lot more about what exactly goes on. And, and we can dive a little bit more into that in a bit here, but I, I think it's kind of crazy what does happen in dreams and what can happen. Yeah. And I only, I kind of smiled off camera. Well, Eddie can see, but on camera, because I had a dream a couple of years ago where I got stabbed in the stomach and I legit thought that was so real. And I remember in the dream, like, like, oh, my God, I'm dying. And I remember waking up from that. And it freaked me out because, it's it, I don't know, in the dream, I was like, I'm dying. But then I woke up and I'm okay. But then my stomach was, like, hurting in that spot. And I was like, this is a little weird. It's a little weird. Or I don't know what the actual scientific word is for it. But a dream within a dream, I've had one of those that I vape, that I remember. And it was, like, a nightmare on a nightmare. <laughs> It was horrible. I, I I basically got murdered in a dream, and I woke up, and then I ended up committing a crime and ended up in prison, in which I got murdered again. I woke up and I was like freaking out. I was like at like four in the morning. I was like, oh my god, like I thought I died, and then I I was like, yeah. And then it's like you're kind of messing with reality a little bit. You're like, am I awake? You know, kind of tapping yourself a little bit. Those dreams and their dreams are a trip, though, if you've ever had one, Eddie. Have you? Wait, what kind of dream? A dream within a dream. Uh, I may have, but I don't remember them. Usually, a lot of the dreams I remember are, like, one-offs and lead into another dream. Like, okay. Like, not to your point of, oh, you wake up and then you're still in a dream kind of thing, but, like, I can tell I went from one place to another, and when I wake up, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I started out in this place and then had another dream in another place. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you've seen Inception, right? Leonardo DiCaprio, dude. When, oh man, that movie made me think. That was probably like the first real Interstellar type movie I watched, where I had to rewatch it a couple times to really get a grasp. Interesting concept, but yeah, the scene where he's in a dream, but he's also in a dream in a dream. I don't know. There's a little conversation there, I guess, but I don't know. It, those trip me out the most, but nightmares. You know, it's interesting looking at um, maybe this website. Sorry. Uh, I was gonna say real quick while you look. I think nightmares are always interesting because I usually experience more nightmares whenever I'm stressed 
or like mm. I got something coming up. Like the amount of times that we had finals or big midterms and I'd like struggle to fall asleep and then I sleep and then like I dream that I end up late for my final. The amount of times that happened to me is insane. Or like I just yeah. somehow miss it or do something stupid and end up not making it. Like I've had so many dreams about you know, I had this one dream where I, in my dream I had a final and I kept doing these other things and I ended up being late and yet I couldn't not resist doing something else other than going to take my final. And I like woke up and I'm like, what the, f-? like, you know, what the hell, man? Yeah, I can totally relate to that. I had a job that was super stressed about being on time. The amount of nightmares I had about being late to work. Oh my God, that would keep me up at night sometimes. Um, Sorry for the, Sorry for not knowing the website. It was SleepNet. It was the sleep, uh, sleep.net. And basically, I was looking up. So between 50% and 85% of adults have nightmares occasionally. Oh, my God. Please no. Uh, I don't think I have them that occasionally anymore. I'm going to stack on to that by saying I was also looking. I think it was National Institute of Mental Health uh, talked about how vivid dreams can occur more often with people that have uh, mental illness, mental illnesses, I should say. So anxiety, depression, especially with schizophrenic, schizophrenia and other similar personality disorders. Um, oh, yeah. So that, that's also another thing that can happen uh, a little more frequently and more vividly than normal. Um, and I, I guess intuitively, I didn't really look at why that may have been. Intuitively, I'd assume that because your body already has certain electric signals that may be working in a way that is not as normal as you would expect that those same systems that control you know brain waves when you sleep and you reach REM sleep would be a cause of why you might experience dreams that are more vivid than not yeah I mean and I think something interesting too going off this same website physical aggression is the most common theme in nightmares uh if you bums don't remember in our fear and irrational thought one of my biggest fear two of my biggest fears is being tortured to death and burning your life. And I have definitely, I had a dream where that happened. And I woke up and I cried just a little bit because I was so, I think I was like, I was feeling a little emotional about it because it was very terrible. The dream was super terrifying. But I was just so happy that it didn't happen. I was like, oh my God, my hands are here. They're not actually gone. I was going to say, I, I haven't had a torture dream, but I have had a dream where I fall into lava. That was not fun. Oh, geez. yeah. So I definitely feel in the burning alive thing. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. And then another one more fact: sixty to seventy-five percent adults have the re- have a reoccurring nightmare. I I wouldn't say I have that. That makes I sense because I feel like that gives into the whole like thing that you see on TV or otherwise, where it's like someone's afraid of clowns and they get like haunted by clowns in their dreams a lot. You know what I mean? I guess I I don't know. I haven't experienced that yet in my life where I've had like a reoccurring one. Hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. I'm glad I don't. I mean, I don't want to continually have the same nightmare. Now, I will say, I've had continually same dreams. I think one of flying, because I would love to have the superpower to fly. Um, definitely had that dream a couple times. Where I just, I don't know, soared through the sky. It's pretty awesome. You know, I think I, I think it wouldn't be, because you're catching bugs, catching birds, you know, all types of stuff like that. All practicality of it. But, dude, so moving forward on the prop, deja vu dreams. Oh my gosh, Eddie, I went through a phase in high school where I thought dreams were like predicting the future. 
And I didn't, I don't think it helped that I watched the movie 2012 and the whole 2012 thing. I, I went through this weird phase. I thought the world was ending. You know, remember the 2012 Mayan calendar? And then they made the movie 2012 John Cusack. That movie, dude, that, maybe I did have reoccurring nightmares because that would scare the shit out of me, even though I kind of like it. That movie terrified me and the whole situation with that. Um, but deja vu, I, I felt like I had dreams. Um, where I I was like seeing things that were happening, like I would have dreams where I was at work, you know, working in queue and things would happen, and then they would happen. But as I thought about it, I thought about it a little bit. I think, especially with the EQ stuff, like the dreams, I was I was always worried at work about certain things happening, and I think they were already going to happen at work. So I think in a way, I think my mind was playing tricks on me in that. I was dreaming of these situations and I thought what would happen, but I thought most likely, I don't know. I think just the situations that those dreams were taking place in, um, it, what was going to happen was the most common outcome had I gone through those situations anyway. I don't, have you had any thoughts about like deja vu dreams? Yeah, I actually have quite a few. Um, I've definitely had them before. And in fact, the other day I was sitting down watching one of the playoff NFL games and they started talking about something on the TV. And I was like mid-book read. And I just felt it, dude. I was like, hold, like the feeling is like a tingle that goes from my brain down my spine. And everything kind of tenses up. And my back tenses up. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And everything that happens feels like I've been there before. Hence the deja vu part. But I will say something I did look up for this episode is something called deja reve. And I definitely mispronounced that. It means already oh. dreamed, uh, which is something that I was looking at for this. And I'm looking at a National Institute of Mental Health. Oh, sorry, National Library of... Yeah, National, National Institute of Health. One of their articles on Deja Reve. Prior dreams induced by direct electrical brain stimulation. Um, they were able to reproduce certain things, but... Anyways, so this is obviously something that is being studied and is does occur because it. I mean, I've experienced it before. Bryce, you already said you have, and I'm sure other people have as well. Those moments where you feel like you've dreamt it as well. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting, but I think I think it's mainly your mind playing tricks on you. Not yeah. that I don't believe that dreams can't tell you something because obviously they are. They're playing something in your mind. You know? Yeah, uh, to, to the something uh, essentially. You know, it could be representing unconscious desires and wishes. Shout out uh, Sigmund Freud about that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Interpreting random signals in your brain and body during sleep, which is 100%. That's why I mentioned the intuitively part about having mental illnesses. If your body works maybe slightly differently than you, you would be normal, there could be a reason why your brain is interpreting those signals differently since you're, you know, already your whole body is based off electrical impulses. So. Yeah. And then as well, what happens when you sleep is you consolidate and you uh, process information you gather through the day. You often encode uh, short-term memory into long-term memory and, and into your uh, quote-unquote databases. So hence why sometimes if something occurred during a certain day, like let's say you went to work on a day off, you might sleep and dream about work on a day off. Or like for me, the other day I dreamt I was... I saw this funny thing on Godzilla Twitter and I ended up having a dream with Godzilla in it because it's just something that was in my memory or a working form of psychotherapy. Oh, that's a, a lot of reasons why we dream. Um, and we're still, you know, figuring out exactly why, but those are all reasons that have been hypothesized and researched. So. Yeah. 
And then back to going to mysleep.net, you know, it states that about 51% of respondents believe that we express interferes and anxieties in our dreams. And I think that makes a lot of sense that you can hide your demons and your issues from people, but you can't hide it from yourself. And I think people that maybe doze off, like, what's the word? Uh, not sleep a lot. Uh, daydream? I, I think that's a real thing where your mind kind of wanders. Actually, there's a funny, not disease, but thing where like it's like nar not narcolepsy, but it's like narco something. And there's a Modern Family episode about it. It's where like you stress so much that you end up losing sleep and you fall asleep in order to deal with the stress. Wait, what? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if it's actually real or not, but like, I, I think it would be along the lines of the whole daydreaming part where you kind of just zoom out, you know? because of whatever stress or, you know, strenuous things you're under. I was so bad. I remember taking like eighth grade math. I got in so much trouble. All I would zone out in math all because it was just, I was not about it. Oh, I actually, I wasn't that far off. Yeah. It's, it's excessive, uncontrollable daytime sleepiness. A condition characterized by an extreme tendency to fall asleep whenever in relaxing situations. Yeah, I I definitely tend to zone out if I'm not interested. Uh, but I don't think this is what was in that episode. But yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I think it's just interesting how, again, if you have issues, uh, underlying issues, like yeah, I think people that do bad things, you know, even their they call it their consciousness, their grief, they often suffer nightmares, you know, about the issue. You know, I think. Something about having maybe some inner peace about things, and if you don't, it's gonna affect your life. Like, you know, you're gonna be suffering. Right. If you've yeah. seen uh, the Last Samurai with Tom Cruise, right? Mm, Dude had yep. so much PTSD. The man was like often screaming his sleep, and and like, not to trivialize it, but that's real. Like, there are a lot of people that deal with traumatic experiences that have problems trying to fall asleep. That they end up waking up or having other issues with that. So. Whether yeah. they feel guilty or not, you know. Yeah, which is why you got to do what you think is right. Because I think doing anything less is going to cause you long term. Yeah, a lot of regrets. Issues, yeah. Yep. A lot of regrets. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I think that's interesting, though, how, you know, I never thought about it affecting sleep till now, I guess. But it makes so much sense how you're, I mean, you just can't be okay. I mean, you got you to gotta work through your problems, son. It also makes sense too, if, if you're obsessing over something like let's say i mean feeling guilt is like it, it's a strong emotion yeah it's like anger. i think in a lot of ways there might actually be more going on with feelings of guilt and shame because there's when you feel angry i think it, it could be an interpersonal thing but when you feel guilt and shame it's a not just an interpersonal thing but it could be a societal thing like you cheating on somebody, let's say it's just an example, right? Would then lead to certain other people turning their backs on you in that case, right? So not only do you feel guilty for hurting the person that you, you know, love or with, you then also feel guilty and shameful of that act because it inflicts, you know, or has a uh, effect on your other relationships. So I feel like that could be really powerful emotion that ends up you know messing with your sleep and causing certain dreams and nightmares yeah dude i mean i think that goes to like the saying of how can you sleep at night you know if people say that to people and they've done something quote-unquote fucked up and i think it's you know the running joke is they have a clear conscience like they don't you know what i mean but 
know. Just, That's why psychotic behavior, they feel like they do nothing wrong. They feel yeah, like empathy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, they can sleep. Must be nice. <laughs> All dreams over here, baby. No nightmares. Who cares? No. I, you know, I've been having something, I think, maybe the opposite of the nightmare, but the same effect. Like, I've been having a lot of dreams recently about, like, I don't know. I don't feel like I've been living much of life. But I've been having a lot of, in, in, in like, I think I've my I've mentally been taking that in like a bad way, but my dreams as of recent have been about what I like. I think what I predict my future look like, like moving out and uh, living on my own and and being near friends and stuff like that, you know. But I don't necessarily take it as I don't I don't want to say like a bad I don't want to say like a good thing because I I think it's like my own way of coping with the situation I'm in. But I don't know. That's my kind of weird thoughts on it. Eddie, have you have you felt that way? Have you felt like maybe you felt stuck in a certain type of life and you envisioned like your future a little bit or like a scenario of that? Um not exactly. What I will say I've experienced and it would be a recurring theme. And I, I think it might be along with kind of what you're talking about, is instead I think I have feelings of inadequacy. So in a lot of my dreams, I will be like unable to perform certain things. Um, like for example, I had a dream one time where I was playing football and my body just would not respond. And I like, I had to throw a fade route and I threw it super late. Like, and I woke up in, in the dream. I was like, Oh yeah, it's not a big deal. I'm just, it's early in the year. I'll get better at that. And I woke up and I was like, dude, I could do that. In, like, I literally could throw that ball after weight training i could throw that out faster and it's a recurring theme where i feel inadequate in a lot of those dreams so it might be maybe what you're looking at i don't experience what you do but in a way i think i can i can bounce off that a little bit i had a dream where i was staying in a room and there was a giant window and these people broke in and i woke up and i saw it and i screamed and nothing came out and i screamed and i screamed and like I couldn't get up. I couldn't get out of like the bed to like tell everybody else of these people and not to get super graphic, but bad things happen. And I remember waking up and just being like, like, I felt like the first time I tried, I couldn't yell either. And then I got my voice back and I was like, is my voice so quiet? Like, I felt like, like I remember going to my backyard later that day and like screaming a little bit. Cause I was just like, but I don't know. It made my, even now thinking about it a little bit, it's like, man, my, my chest felt tight and like, I just I couldn't get the words out, and it, that dream used to freak me out a lot. I remember I think that was like in high school or something like that. Oh, like, I mean, I've experienced dreams where I wake up kind of like that, and it's just like, Jesus, like, man, it really I'm affected, like afterwards when I wake up. But yeah, yeah, I think too. I don't know if this is true or not. I felt like my dream saved me once because I had a dream where I was suffocating, and when I woke up, my face was like flattened to the pillow and I was actually having a hard time breathing. And I was like, okay, this is a little like this I sleep I, on my stomach for the bums that don't know, which may be bad, but I don't understand how anyone I mean this is obviously a slight sidebar, but like I know my brother sleeps on his stomach. Like I can't do it, man. Really? I can't I, what's side what side do you I, I'm on? a side sleeper. I love really? sleeping on my side, yeah. I mean, big side I sleeper. Can... I've done it for a nap, but it's always at like a tilt, so I'm like a tilt side sleeper. Like I'm still kind of like, dude, I can't sleep on my back unless I'm like gonna pass out. Pass yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can, 
I'll sleep on my back like right before I fall asleep. And like when I wake up, I'll just wake up and I'll roll up on my back. But yeah, usually I'm a side sleeper. Yeah. Interesting. I've, I've never fallen asleep standing up, but I have fallen asleep sitting back to back and not fun place. Um, but I will say coming back to your, your point, I, I actually did. I think one time I was sitting at a desk and I was falling asleep and like, I had a dream where like I was falling and so I like got up real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that a decent <laughs> amount. Yeah. When someone's like sleeping in a chair, I don't know if this has happened to you. And someone like, have you ever been rudely awake? Have, what about that? I've been in some dreams where good, bad, ugly, I've been awakened br- briefly and it freaks me. I've woken up kind of panicking a little bit. Have you had that experience? You're like, what the? Yeah, and and to be honest, so I think that actually could be because as I'm looking at one of these um, medical news today, yeah, it talks about REM sleep, and I'm sure it's covered by WebMD and National Institute of Health as well for your uh, stages of sleep that you go through. One of the stages when you get to REM sleep, your breathing becomes more rapid, uh, your eyes are jerking around, your muscles become temporarily paralyzed, heart rate increases, blood pressure rises, those kinds of things. So, like, if you wake up in the middle of that, which is usually where dreams occur, it makes sense that when you wake up, your heart's freaking beating and, like, you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, because all that stuff's wearing out and all that. So, that makes a lot of sense. You know, and it's funny, happened a I, lot to me as well. Yeah. yeah, funny you mentioned that. I just looked on Healthline.com, kind of look, looking around a little bit, and it says that people that sleep face down have more dreams associated with being in prison, which I've had a dream about, handfuls, which... I don't know, being naked, being smothered and unable to breathe, which I just mentioned, and swimming. And I've definitely had a dream where I drowned in a pool, which, again, it's like, those who don't know, I'm a pretty solid swimmer. Um, and, like, I I don't want to say, like, drown-proof or anything, but I've, I've gone through, like, quite a bit of, like, swim training. I don't know. I did it every summer as a kid and even in my teen years. So, like, I don't know. Just the idea of, like, drowning in a pool seems weird to me, but... I don't know. I guess it's weird that there's a correlation between. Did you say that. anything about side sleepers? I don't know. I was still looking. Yeah, take a look. Um, I was gonna say something off of that too about your sleeping on your stomach dreams. Oh, I was gonna mention. I know it's like a constant classic that everyone on TV talks about. I don't think I've ever met anyone that's had a dream where they're naked in the middle of a class. No. Have I- you? No, never had a dream. Like I know that's, I don't want to say it's a myth. I'm sure people have, but like, I feel like as a phenomenon, it doesn't happen as much as TV or movies like to say it does. I don't know. Just you mentioned that. So it's funny. Okay. So this website called Everyday Health, um, sleeping on your side, sleeping, uh, sleeping virally is the most common sleep position. Studies have found that right side sleepers experience more positive dreams and fewer nightmares than left side sleepers. Which side do you sleep on again, Eddie? I would say it's pretty 50-50, to be honest. Oh, shit. <laughs> For people with heartburn uh, and acid reflux, doctors say the left side is best. Um, GERD is a frequent cause of sleep events, as you could, and, and it can affect your dream content. I Even have your... had that before, and heartburn. Really? Yeah, so. Really? Okay. Sleeping on your left side keeps your stomach below your esophagus, and gravity may help with the reflux. Sleeping on your right side may cause you to dream of swallowing or burning. Anything that correlates anything for you? 
maybe. I don't really dream of myself burning that often, though, so I don't know. Okay. And then stomach sleepers. Despite the report of erotic dreams, you should avoid sleeping face down with your face against your pillow. <laughs> People who sleep on their stomach report increased restlessness caused by frequent tossing around and turning to get comfortable. Sleeping prone on your stomach may also strain your lower back and cause neck pain. I'm not saying they're wrong, but I I just haven't experienced that. Yeah, I mean, as per usual, when you're talking about like the average, like it's you know you may not actually be part of that average, right? You might be outside of it. That happens. Yeah. Um, and then for our, I think this last one, sleeping on your back, sleeping uh on your spine or on your back may lead to lower back pain. It caught um and it could cause other problems that may alter your dreams. Face up position may lead to snoring, encouraging sleep apnea, and interfere with restful sleep studies have shown that people who sleep on their backs on their backs experience more nightmares and find it harder to remember their dreams um sleep is and can uh, uh breathing relate and says the doctors review uh breathing related sleep disorders such as sleep apnea have been found um to significantly impact on the intensity of the dream interesting hmm. uh, but Interesting how I guess your position can affect. I mean, mm. once again, though, it makes sense because as I mentioned earlier about in med medical news today and stuff, I obviously are right, not obviously it mentioned how dreams could also be just your body like reacting to certain signals. So it could be that makes sense, right? If you're laying a certain way or another, you know, you might experience a signal that would be different than if you were laying a different way. Yeah. Well, Kind of the last one I was going to ask you about, the, the whole lucid dreaming thing. Mm, yeah. I remember you telling us about this in college. And some of the, I'm not going to talk about some of the conversations that came from that because I'm not going to out myself or some people. But um, I think it's, it's the concept that you know that you, that you can realize you are in a dream and um, change what's going on and basically do whatever you want with that. Um, it's fascinating. There's, there's one instance that I, I had a dream where I was about to get stabbed in the chest and I was absolutely terrified. Like, and I was like, you know what? This isn't real. I'm going to wake myself up because I don't want to die. This is a bad way to go. And, um, I was able to wake myself up, but it was weird. It was really weird. It was kind of like you see in a movie where you go through a portal a little bit. That's how I felt. I felt like I, in the I, I closed my eyes in the dream and somehow woke up. I it was interesting. Weird. I I've had a few dreams where like I know I'm dreaming. I know, you know, there was a time in college and I know Bryce is bringing that up too that I talked to him about it because I was like I was like trying to learn how to lucid dream. So I was like I like I don't know what the actual benefits are. I tried doing research, but like I feel like a lot of it's just kind of not really that real or is like very similar to the person's experience but like people talk about how like you can teach yourself a language because if you like let's say you're in a dream you know you're there what if you're able to you know manifest somebody that can speak spanish and then you speak spanish to them so you could practice that language right or do other stuff like that how true is that i really don't know there's obviously i mean i'm sure people can imagine what other things people that lucid dream might want to attempt to do such as fly or race really fast but in my attempts to try to lucid dream i think i've only like a handful of times 
realize I'm in a dream. And even like a couple of weeks ago, I had one where I was like, I know I'm in a dream, but I'm like, you know what? I'm enjoying my dream. I'm just going to keep going. And then I kept going. Then I woke up, you know, I didn't actually try to, you know, impact was gone. There was one time, one time in recent memory that I did lucid dream. I knew I was dreaming and I was slowly shaping everything. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give myself some super speed. And I was like, just racing everywhere. And then I'm like, I'm going to try to fly. Like, let me try that out. Although I had, I had read up that like, when you lose a dream, try and do it consecutively as you continue to gather, like, it's almost like a mental muscle in a way where you apparently, apparently, I'm not going to say that one way or another, where you get better and better at like manipulating it. And so this, they don't always recommend trying to learn how to fly immediately, but I was like, you know, I'm in my dream, like, fuck it. I'm already running fast. Let me try to fly. So like the scene from man of steel, when he's learning how to fly and he does his big leaps, like that kind of happened. And then eventually I was flying, but I had to end the dream because all of a sudden I was like getting sucked up into space and I couldn't fly down and I was freaking out. So I like literally told myself to wake up and I woke up. Yeah. Well, another question do you do like a dream journaling have you ever done okay um i had a dream once that i uh, i can't remember i wrote it down so basically i bought a house and i fixed it up which i'm not the most handy dandy person i can do well with instruction but i thought it was interesting and i remember as i thought about the dream after i was awake i was losing memory of it and i kind of like i don't know something about the dream i um so i decided to write it down and I felt as I wrote it down and looked at it, I remembered it better. And I'm just curious because, like, most people forget their dreams. Like, I'm talking about very few throughout my 26 years of life that I barely remember. So, yeah, I was going to say so throughout my life, I've recorded dreams here and there. And there's some that I still remember to this day that, like, the one about the Wolverine, like, I had that dream when I was like 10 years old. Yeah. It's been like 15 years now and I still remember it. But definitely amongst my friend groups, I seem to remember dreams a lot more. And yes, I've tried writing them down and I agree with you. Usually when I've written them down, like I try to after I've woken up and that way I can have better retention of it later. Like I will read it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember that happening. Um, that especially was going on when I was trying to like lose a dream and get that skill down. Cause part of it, they try to get you to track dreams. So that way, you know what the tells are in each dream. Cause basically whenever you dream, like things might disappear uh clocks may not work correctly you might not be able to look at your hands all this other stuff like all this stuff they i guess people have written down and researched but yeah i've tried to keep during journals and i do remember a lot of them like one time i i went on a plane and you, you know the movie uh have you seen treasure planet yeah yeah you know how like he takes off from like the half moon nope yeah so i flew and they're supposed to be flying over spain but it was like spain became the moon that like half moon for Treasure Planet and like flew like like this in a plane. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That happened uh in college and I wrote it down, so it did help me remember that. But like those are kind of the weird stuff that I've yeah written down over the years. Yeah. I I think that house one's the only one I ever written down. And I was like, oh man, I wonder if like I think my thought was maybe this will be my dream house one day. And like, I don't know, I just want to add some details about it. But yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of the end of this episode, Eddie, unless there's really anything else you wanted to bring up about dreams. I mean, uh, is there anything else I'm going to say? You know, I think 
there have been people in history that have used dream search. Oh, the historical context of it. I think it, um, something I brought up to Bryce was like, you know, I wonder if, you know, back in the day, right? People would say they were oracles or they spoke for God or they spoke for gods. Um, you know, I wonder if they had dreams and, you know, them interpreting it was them being an oracle, right? So the whole idea of an oracle at Delphi was really just someone that had narcolepsy and had weird dreams throughout the day and or at night and they're like oh yeah Zeus showed me this or Hera will guide like all this stupid stuff I think it's cool to think about because like have I done the research like I should have no but I would guess that them being humans like us it would lead me to believe that a lot of those dreams might have impacted uh the same thing and even but like again in Catholicism you know, one thing that you know when you're Hispanic and you're a Catholic is you learn about Juan Diego um, and La Virgen de Guadalupe because that's just kind of, historically speaking, that was the biggest mass conversion from one religion to another uh, in recorded history, at least in the Americas. And essentially, he dreamt a couple times about the Virgin Mary appearing to him and telling him to build a church on this hill. Eventually, he got it done. Um, but had the dream and the hallucination over and over again. Or at least, maybe I'm mixing that with another story, like Lords, potentially. Well, but basically, just to end it, I think it's cool to think about throughout history, all these people that have had these dreams and interpreted them as something or done things because of those dreams. Let's write a book or, or do something like build a church. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's totally logical to say, like, the Greek gods are basically people having nightmares in the sense that. You know, back then, you know nothing about science. You see this thing come from the sky that shoots fire, blows up any man-made construction. That, I don't know, whatever it's hitting back then. Long before you start, this thing comes from the sky. And you know that, you know, you have a dream about it or two, and you figure out that it's a god or whatever. You know what I mean? I think it's totally logical that a lot of things that have come through human society um, can't, that weren't being that weren't able to be explained by, with science are totally, I don't know, I, 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 maybe I'm getting off to a bigger tangent, but I definitely think, um, you know, people can have, you know, as we know, dreams can, if you have stress in your life, which for those people, lightning would have been very stressful, you know, and other, you know, wild beasts and stuff like that, you know, it totally makes sense that you might have a dream about it and turn that into something. Um, but yeah, I mean, dreams are, dreams are interesting. And I think maybe there's a, It'd be interesting when the science gets there to really understand them better. I think it's, uh, you know, with all the technology in the world, it's unfortunate we still don't know enough to be like, oh, that's exactly why you're having that dream. Yeah, I mean, that goes hand in hand with learning more about the brain and its chemistry and how it interacts and all that stuff. We're still learning about a lot of those things. I'm sure along the way we'll figure more out about it. Yeah, but, you know, at the end of the day, Bums, I thought this would be a fun episode. So, if you're having nightmares, if you're having regular dreams that you want to share, feel free to hit us up. You know where we're at. We're on Instagram. You know, check the handle. It's T-H-E-B-U underscore M-S. Our website, Eddie, if I'm not mistaken, is being worked on. It's strugglingbubs.com. It works right now. It's just like oh, okay. the person that's working on it for us, he's uh, updating things uh, and all that stuff. And I just don't know when that will be. Re- so like, 
we'll let you know basically we'll, we'll put it on our instagram yeah. you'll know when it gets revamped it'll look a lot different it'll function a little differently than it has in the past um but it's it's to help it's to look better look more professional um as well as to give us insight to you know whether or not you're listening to our episodes or reading our blogs no, i'm just kidding it, it, so it does give us more analytics but yeah no but again just come and interact with us positive negative we are here to discuss have conversations and interact with us so but yeah this has been struggling with the bums we will catch you bums later see you later